Hello, everybody, and thank you so much for tuning in to episode two of Skate Spot Pod. I know there's been a bit of a break between releasing different episodes, but we are back now. We have been a little bit blindsided with some side projects, but we have got full dedication to the podcast and we have a lot of great things coming your way. If you haven't already checked out our YouTube channel, you can do so by visiting the link in the podcast description below. Here we post videos on some of the cool places that we're actually going to feature in this podcast. We are just running shorter videos at this point in time that give you a little bit of a highlight of these unique skate spots or skate parks throughout the world. And most of these we're going to be elaborating on further in this podcast. So please go, please check it out and yeah, subscribe and that would be very much appreciated. Today we're going to feature two skate parks and we're going to start with one that was located in the United States. Unfortunately, this skate spot doesn't exist anymore and that is just such a shame. So during the late 70s, a chain of water slides called Wet Willies was born. These water slides opened up throughout multiple states in the US, yet one was built in Fenton, Missouri. And this water slide was a 500 foot slide that was built entirely out of concrete. It was opened in the late 70s and later closed in the late 90s. Now, Wet Willies was a beast. This thing claimed multiple lives during the time it was opened. And within the first week, three people suffered fractured vertebrae. It was said to be so sketchy that kids actually had to put duct tape on the bottom of their feet so it wouldn't get cut up and shredded when they were sliding down the slide. All that was there to support themselves and become the difference between the cement under their butt was a thin rubber mat. When you're looking at pictures of this thing, there is no fucking way in hell that this would be able to be built today. And to be honest, it really is quite a shame. I mean, today there is a lot of fun that's sucked out of things just because of regulations, liability, all this sort of crap. And Wet Willies really didn't give a fuck about that at all. So this thing was just an amazing structure. And to be honest, its layout was fantastic for skateboarding. So during the time that Wet Willies was operating, it was fun as hell, but it was also dangerous as hell. So you had three of these twisting, winding runs that you could access from the top of the slide. The first was slow, which is what it means, basically. And in slow and Wet Willies terms means violent and incredibly fast. Then you had medium, which was out of this world, fucking crazy dangerous. And then you had the death slide, which was the fast slide. And there's reports that it was so insane that kids would actually fly off the edges of the slide and over to the embankment below. So you can really imagine the chaos that this place would have caused, but being a young kid and the element of danger surrounding this water slide would have just been remarkable. So it's quite interesting when you actually start doing a bit of research on this place and looking at some of the newspaper articles that were published about wet willies. And the first real thing that's evident is just the amount of danger and the amount of sketchiness that was surrounded with this place. 
They have some quotes from the general public during the first week that it opened. And these quotes are just like something out of a horror film. So what was really consistent is the fact that the splash pool at the bottom was really, really narrow. And there's a couple of photos as well that you'll see of the splash pool on the video on our YouTube channel. But it is. It's so narrow and it's not deep whatsoever. If you're coming down off that 500-meter slide, you're going to hit the stairs that exit this splash pool pretty much every time you're coming down. It's just nuts. So that was one consistent thing that people thought was very dangerous. The next was the amount of speed that was generated from the slide. And one guy that's actually interviewed says that the amount of distance that's left between the patron in front to the patron behind is really, really narrow. So you get to the bottom of the splash pool and it's just carnage. Like people are flying everywhere there's older people that are landing on top of young kids and basically drowning them in the shallows of these pools. It's just so scary. So it's just, I mean, terrible, but also really funny to read some of these quotes because some people continued to visit the place and then other people who had young children that were going there got so damn scared because some of the you know near misses that happened with people just piling on top of each other as they're coming into this splash pool is just, it's crazy. There are also rumors that people died on the slide. Now, I can't track down whether or not this was the actual wet willies in Fenton, Missouri, or this was some of the other ones. There was one in Austin, Texas. There was another one in Springfield in Missouri, I believe as well. But rumor has it that people did die on this thing, and that was one of the main reasons why they shut it still did survive over two decades. So it was still operating in the late 90s. And yeah, it's just full on, to be honest. I can't find any footage of actually Wet Willies back in its glory days, but there's a similar video taken of a slide that was reasonably similar, definitely not the same type of height and speed, but this concrete thing is nuts. People just slide everywhere, there's feet kicking other people in the head. There's no barrier over the sides and people are just kind of like flopping around and landing in dirt and rocks and all this sort of stuff. So I'll actually put that in the link below as well. So yeah, just just a mental place. So it comes the late 90s and basically this place shuts and then it cottons on that this massive 500 foot water slide is vacant. And naturally, you're going to get curiosity from skaters. So skaters started to come to the place. There was also a lot of rollerbladers and BMX that took over this spot. Now, there is still very limited amount of video of people skating wet willies. There is a few rollerbladers. There's also a few older films of some skaters. But you kind of get the picture of just this sheer length, speed, and also just the height of this thing. I think just for cruising and carving down it and generating speed, I think it would have just been so, so fun to skate. So skaters were there for around over 10 years. Some people that I've spoken to said that it was a bit of a bus spot at times because the police would come there knowing that kids were up there drinking and try and chase them off the water slide in the vacant area, all that sort of thing. 
but it would have been amazing just to at least have one run from top to bottom and hopefully come out without like a broken leg or breaking a neck or something like that. So then we get to around 2009 and the slide gets destroyed. So what was interesting when we started posting some videos about wet willies is that a lot of people didn't even know that it existed. So some people have lived right next door to this place for such a long time and had no idea that it was operating or it was even a skate spot. So that was kind of cool. We kind of gave a little bit more new life to the place. There's a lot of blogs and sort of images from people who are into abandoned stuff and all those sorts of things. So we managed to pull some content off those sites. But at the end of the day, really awesome spot. It got demolished and the big hill that Wet Willys was located on, it still stands there today. So you'll also see that it's a big vacant plot and we managed to go back to the historical shots on Google Earth and get some of the aerial photos of Wet Willys around 2008 before it was destroyed. So Wet Willys in Fenton, Missouri is definitely amazing and worthy of featuring on the SkateSpot pod. SkateSpot number two. So we get on a plane and we fly from Fenton, Missouri all the way over to the south of France. Now, the south of France, picturesque, countryside, you think good food, you think wine, all those sorts of things. And wine is something that will come into the equation when we talk about this next skate spot, because it was built by Gabriel Lorette. And Gabriel Lorette was a retired French winemaker who had an idea to build a downhill skate run that wrapped around a mountain that was 1.5 kilometers in length. And to top that off, Gabriel installed a ski lift to transport skateboarders from the bottom to the top. That says it all, right? This is just so quirky and so fucking bizarre. It's worthy of the attention of Skatespot Pod. Now, we came across this place actually by just doing some random Googling. There was a article that was run about this place and the headline stated abandoned skate utopia. And the big picture that's at the start of this article is of the top of the run. And there's this big cracked dilapidated bank that's just kind of sitting on this mountainside. So that is what grabbed our attention from day one. This skate spot is called Rula Gab. Now, Rula Gab was opened in the September of 1992. And as I previously mentioned, Gabriel, he was a retired winemaker. And he had this idea when he was on holiday with his wife skiing in the French Alps, he could create a skateboard park for kids that ran down a mountainside and was accessible with a ski lift. So you can imagine he's up on the slopes and he's tearing down, you know, he's probably got his glass of red in his hand, whatever he's doing. He's thinking, wow, skateboarding's popular. How cool would it be to be able to do this, what I'm doing now skiing, but on cement? He goes away and, I mean, kudos to him. Like, he follows through with this idea. He has no idea about skateboarding and he actually achieves this. So it takes four years for him to create this park. And 
when you're thinking four years, it's quite a long time when you see how involved the build was in this park. So his first step was to find a mountaintop that he could install the ski lift on and would be the centerpiece for the skate park. So after he finds the mountain or hill or whatever you want to call it, he then buys a new ski lift and installs that. One thing that I'm unsure about though is whether or not the actual road was there on the hill or whether or not he actually had to create the winding road all the way up from bottom to top. So that's a little bit unclear. And to be honest, that could have taken some time. So understandable that it took four years for him to build this park. But if he didn't, then I think it, I don't really know what was going on. Because as you're coming down from top to bottom, there was 10 banked turns. Now these banked turns wouldn't take that long to build, but definitely the road would have from top to bottom. So that's kind of understandable. So as you're tearing down this hill, you're kind of carving the banks, you're doing all these sorts of things, and you get to this 300 square meter flat piece of space. Loosely looks like a car park, to be honest. And what was there was obviously a lot of open space, but there was also some half pipes, there was some spines, there was some like tabletops, all these sorts of things that kids could kind of practice their you know, street skating maneuvers on. There's also a really interesting video that shows the skate run at Rulagab, and that is in the podcast description below. And it's a interview with Gabriel Lorette and a news team. And he's sitting in the studio and I can't really understand what they're saying because it's obviously all in French. But then there is some clips of, it looks like some promotional material that he created and it's pretty crazy. You've got like the ski lift going up and down. You've got skateboarders riding it. You've got rollerbladers riding it. You've got guys in like billy carts that are going down. Uh, it's just, yeah, a mismatch of things. So really, really funny, uh, really interesting, but also really, really cool. Now the spot, as I mentioned, was opened in September of 1992, but unfortunately it closed at the end of summer in 1993. And this is not of a huge surprise. Street skating was very popular in the early 90s. Skateboarding was still not what it is today in the early 90s. So there was still that skateboarding recession that hit during the early 80s and carried through towards the 90s. And poor old Gabriel, he just couldn't generate a profit for what he had created. So there was a little bit of success from Rulagab. And this did follow the months after it opened. A couple of skateboarding magazines wrote some articles about it, and it was put on the spot list for 1993 from the magazine B-Side in France. So that's pretty cool. It's a good achievement for Gabriel. There was also some US pro skaters at the time who came to visit. They were the likes of actually Kareem Campbell and Chris Pastraris. Definitely two highly valued skateboarders from the 90s were there. Can't track down any documentation of the two skating it, but the rumor has it they were there, and let's just say that they were. Now, if we start moving on to more modern times, the park is actually still there. So it's very overgrown, the banks are cracked, all those sorts of things, but the downhill run still does exist. There are some videos out there from the last decade. 
that actually show people going to Roulagab and skating it. So if you do live on the south of France and you've never heard of Roulagab, definitely go and check it out. If you live in France or in Europe and yeah, you're in that neck of the woods, then definitely go and check this place out. I think a lot of people really don't know it's there and it is still skatable. It's rough. It's really broken up, but you know, just put some big soft wheels on the thing and tear around and get stuck into it. But the last thing I want to mention about Ruler Gab is that I think it was quite ahead of its time, to be honest. Even though it didn't cater for the technique and the likes of skateboarding in the 90s, right now it's something that people would probably think is pretty cool. So you've got the development of obviously longboarding and downhill skateboarding, all those sorts of things, but you've also got the emergence of surf skating as well. And as a surf skate spot, this place is fantastic to be able to carve, to turn. The banks back in the day would have been amazing to be able to practice snaps and 360s and different things like that. So I think, Gabriel, if you're still alive and you're also listening to this, I think that you were onto something, buddy. And hopefully, after it gets a little bit more exposure, people actually go there and start reliving the dream of Ruler Gab. Okay, so they were our two featured skate parks for episode two. We got Wet Willies in Fenton, Missouri, and you have Rula Gab located in the south of France. I really hope that you enjoyed these skate spots and you actually learned something. And you can go off and do your own research on these places. And if you live in the vicinity of either two, then definitely go and take a look. In Wet Willie's case, unfortunately, you won't see a water slide but you will see the hill that it was built on. So that's also something to do. Alrighty, everybody. So as you mentioned, the episodes are going to be a little bit shorter from here on in. I think 20, 25 minutes is a great amount of time to feature a couple of skate spots per podcast. We're going to be dropping a podcast more frequently now, and we're actually going to follow up on that. So I know we mentioned that in the first podcast that we would be posting frequently, and we had a couple of months off, but now it's 100% dedication to this podcast. Please also go and check out our YouTube channel, and you can see some shorter clips of some of the other places that we are going to feature on Skatespot Pod. If you are on Spotify, please follow this podcast so you can keep up to date with the latest episode releases and do the same across all the other platforms that you get your podcasts from. Until next time, really appreciate you dropping by and listening to this and have a great evening, have a great morning, wherever you are in the world, take care and that's us for Skate Spot Pod for today. Mm-hmm.